BYU racked up a 46 yards is all in the third quarter. And after three, Boise State's yardage lead is 105 yards and point lead is 10. Yeah, this quarter has gone by pretty fast. BYU had two possessions is all. And this is Boise State's second possession. Takes us into the fourth quarter. After three, Boise State 266 yards on 129 rushing and 137 passing. Those are modest numbers of BYU's numbers even more so. 66 rush, 95 pass for 161 total. BYU's best quarter was its first quarter. And uh, they've trailed off productivity-wise since. 59,753. Tonight's official attendance, BYU trails 17-7, heading into quarter number four in Boise's in scoring territory. Third and four on the BYU 9 as we come back in here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU football brought to you by the good people at uh, Alexander's and MyCanvas.com. If you need a gift for someone special, MyCanvas.com makes it easy to create family tree charts, history books, family calendars, and more. Enter My Canvas BYU. That's My Canvas BYU at checkout for 10% off your next order today. Greg, the defense really has to make this play and force a field goal attempt. Uh, I think that uh, then you're still you're two scores down, but still it's two touchdowns, and uh, you have that chance. They've been very good in running their strategy. I'm talking about Boise State of run first, run second, and then complete a pass on third down for the first. But BYU has done nothing different on defense in this entire drive. They're they're standing, and uh, they're, they, Boise State sets their offensive formation, and BYU lines up where they want them. You know, the other hard thing about the defense right now is they're just not getting support from the offense all season. It's just hard to maintain that emotion and energy that's required. Third down and four at the BYU nine. Brett Rippon under center. Offset eye behind him. Takes the snap. Leans out with the right hand. Hands off to Madison. Madison has the first down on a third down and four. Runs for five. Mm. Yeah. That offensive line on that right side, Boise's right side is really doing a good job of moving BYU's defensive front. Giving him a lot of room. Cozart is in at quarterback. Robert Mahone subs in at running back. As they go full house backfield, direct snap to Rowe. And Jake Rowe, the tight end, leans toward the goal line on first and goal from the four. And a takeaway. BYU's running it the other way. Official says wave it down dead. So Jake Rowe has scored from direct snap a couple times this year on a run. And there he was in the backfield taking the snap and getting it down to the one. The ball came loose and BYU was off the other way, but the play was blown dead. Second and goal from the one, one and a half, depending where they put this ball down. It took him a long time to pull The ruling that. on the field is the runner's progress was stopped prior to the ball becoming loose. Nose of the ball just inside the two. Griffin's under center. Tight formation. And a turn of the handoff to Madison. Madison lowers the shoulder pads, drives across the plane, and it's a touchdown for Boise State. With 14-18 to play in Provo, 23-7 with the PAT pending. 
really would have liked to see a replay of the play yeah. before where the ball came out. There wasn't really any chance for the forward momentum to have stalled. Looked like the ball came out. Zane Anderson was running the other way with it. If he scores there, which he would have, completely different game, and now it's going to be 24-7. Hayden Hogarth on to attempt the PAT, the hold from Quinn Skillen, the long snap from Brock Mark. Snap back, placement, and kick. And 24-7 make it 24 in a row for Boise State. The Broncos are doing what Utah State did to BYU last week, and that is BYU gets the early lead, and then it's all opposition for the next couple quarters. And here we are with 14-18 to play, and the Broncos' lead is 24-7. We'll take a break. Cougs down 17 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We just took a bonus network break here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars trail the Broncos 24-7 to on 24 points in a row from Boise State. The Broncos scoring moments ago on an Alexander Madison touchdown run. Madison has 100 yards rushing on the night on 20 carries. He came into tonight with 166 on 40 carries this year. BYU's run game meantime has been held to 2.9 yards per rush. And Boise was averaging a great 3.1 defensively coming in, so even better than that. And the BYU run game, which gained 210 last week in Logan, has been held in check, and now you really can't run it. You're down 24-7, to and we're into the fourth quarter. Joel Velasquez will kick it away. Trinaman and die back for BYU. BYU at... Starkville in SEC country next week to take on Mississippi State. Short kickoff for the first time tonight. Five-yard line tournament. Between the hashes, slows down and is cartwheeled at the 20 to the 21. He got airborne. Kekoa Nawahini upends tournament for the 21. Nawahini's having quite a football game. Uh, he's their leading tackler at the end of the third quarter, and there he is on special teams out there making a big play. Fans with convenient locations in Provo, Linden, and Spanish Fork, the Pizza Factory is the perfect place for your next pregame or postgame meal. The Pizza Factory, made by locals, loved by locals. Locals not loving what's going on tonight here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. BYU's down 24-7, to getting late. Mangum Shaka with trade eye. Mango on a three-step, pocket holds, dumps it off underneath the tray for a first down. Die to the 39-yard line, a gain of 18 on first down and 10. Now that check down, so he waits and waits and waits, and uh, all of those Boise State defenders, the linebackers and everybody, they're playing zone, and they're just getting deeper and deeper, so it's a great choice to hit that check down guy. Turn out, turn out that's, a pretty, player. that's a pretty simple little play. We just saw BYU's biggest play of the night. That's BYU's longest play of the evening. It's an 18-yard catch and run. Mangum so, to die. The long run's been nine yards, and that little play right there was the biggest play BYU's had tonight. Well, that's the check down that you want to be able to use instead of the quarterback running the football. And so BYU can't run the football with Mangum, so use the check down. Beg your pardon. There was a 24-yarder to Bushman. That was the long play of the night. 
That's the second longest at 18 to die. And that play looked a little bit like that Wisconsin play where the back would get behind the center and just oh, run yeah. right up the middle. Uh, the one thing that BYU just has not utilized this year virtually at all is just the back out of the backfield on a little option route. I mean, that was more just kind of a settle around the middle, but it's something that BYU's not gone to, but it's typically a pretty simple play. Just run a little option with the back. Weak side linebacker Leighton Vanderesh leaves the field with 14.01 to play here in Provo. First and 10 at the BYU 39-yard line after the 18-yard pickup, Mangum to die. For Trey Dye, that's his long play of the year. Previous long reception was a 10-yarder. That goes for 18. Yeah, Nate and I were talking earlier. You know, Nate was such a, so proficient at that slot position and uh, catching the ball underneath, moving in and out related to where the linebacker was going and crossing routes across the middle. And uh, BYU, uh, that was an effective way of creating that same situation. Pistol with Mangum trailed by Burt. Burt now goes left hip of Mangum. Trey Dye, I beg your pardon. Mangum throws it up and has a man open near sideline. Micah Simon with a flag down. Simon gets inside the Boise State 30 to the 28-yard line. And a flag's down in the BYU backfield. Boise signaling it's coming back. And that would have been the biggest play of the night. But a flag lay on the field. Holding. Offense, number 59. 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay, first down. Isn't that the way it's been? Yeah, isn't that the way? So Tanner does a great job to elude any pressure and then find somebody open deep downfield. And uh, he didn't have a chance to set his feet very well, so it just hung up there a long time, but uh, it all comes back. Only two penalties on the night. The first one took away a big third-down conversion. This one takes away the biggest play of the night. First and 20 back at the BYU 29. That would have been inside the Boise 30 with 13.35 to play. Broncos 24, Cougars 7. They start in pistol Mangum with die, And again, a shift up to the left hip. Trips left. Nothing right. Mangum dumps it off to die. Dye makes the catch in front of Mangum. Makes people miss to the 40 to the 45. Gets out to the 46-yard line. A 17-yard gain on first down and 20. And Trey Dye's had a couple of nice pickups on this series. Yeah, he's a... He's a little jitterbug out there, isn't he? In and out, makes guys miss, and people think they've got him. He just gives them that limp leg and slides it out. Nice run. 46-yard line, the spot. BYU, second and three. 12.50 to play in quarter number four. Broncos 24, BYU 7. They start in pistol. At least get a pistol look. Mangum and die. They'll stay in pistol. Snap Tanner. Drops back, moves to the right, throws to Die. Die is wrapped up and held, but the ball was past him. Tyson Maeva on the pressure on the uh, coverage of Die. It goes as an incompletion, setting up third down and three. You know, that's too bad. It was a Levahifo from the slot, ran a little corner post and was wide open down the middle of the field, but Tanner went check down. Hmm. BYU's done well on Man. third and short. They've converted on third and four, converted on third and two, twice on third and one. This will be a third and three from the 46-yard line of BYU, 12.33 to play, and the Cougs down 17. Boise came with an inside blitz and played man-to-man coverage last down where they've been playing a little more zone. They're man again. Pistol look. Strength right, and what do we have? Out of time. 
Timeout. Had to take a time. Timeout. BYU. They're first of the second half. Media timeout. We'll stay right here with still 12.33 to play at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU down 17, 24 to 7, Mark. We're probably in four down territory here with 12.33 and you're down uh, three scores. So it's uh, probably a situation that uh, BYU could run the football here or go ahead and uh, try and throw it. But uh, if you run it, you have an opportunity to still make it on uh, fourth down. Hopes are this uh, upcoming play call will represent a UCCU smart decision. UCCU, featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. 12.33 to go. And on 24 straight points, Broncos lead the Cougars by a score of 24-7. to Game started promisingly with BYU scoring a touchdown on its first possession. And that's been it for BYU tonight. So unless things change dramatically, the Cougs will uh, see their first blemish in Kalani Satake's perfect record when scoring first and when leading after the first quarter. Both, with, both things happen tonight. And uh, nothing's gone terribly right since. Boise leads it big as we get late here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Boise's last win in this venue came 14 years ago, 2003. A 50-12 win. BYU then lost in Boise in 04. Then there was a gap of eight years before they played again, and they began a new 12-year series. We're into game six of this 12-year set. And in the first five games of this 12-year series, the home team has won every game. And this threatens to interrupt that particular trend. And should Boise hang on to win, they will have played BYU eight times and beaten BYU six Six times. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I thought it was interesting that their coach mentioned in uh, his pregame, or talking with Jason, uh, that they have this 12-game series, but they'll probably continue it forever. And so he uh, acted as though this was a a series that he would like to keep. And uh, it gives BYU a good quality opponent in their independence to have a team to play. So it might just happen. As currently constituted, the series agreement goes through 2023. And again, no reason to not keep playing it. Good for both sides. BYU shouldn't stay independent that long. We'll always be looking for games, especially at this time of year, once you get out of September. Boise coming off a bye and promising changes will have been made since losing at home to Virginia two weeks ago tonight. They've been good enough for a 17-point lead, and BYU is uh, right now kind of in back-to-the-drawing-board mode. They've been playing gallantly with an injured quarterback tonight who remains in the game on a third down and three. BYU's four of ten on third downs tonight. 46-yard line of the Cougars. Pistol formation. Tight trips to the right. Single wide left. Dye steps up to Mangum's right hip. Short drop for Tanner. Moving to his right and throws to Neil Pau'u. And he's just shy of the marker on third and three. Gain of two and a half. And four down territory it should be. Just shy of the 49. It'll be fourth down on about a half yard. Closer to a full yard, really. They spotted him back. Hmm. Had to, he he kind of lost his footing as he was that's making a bad the spot. catch. Yeah, that, I think so, that's too. That's at least a half-yard rob on the spot. I mean, when the knee goes down, the ball's up at the 49-and-a-half. This is a 49-yard spot, so not a great spot by the official. We'll see if it makes any difference here on this fourth down and one in the 48. Mangum gun. Everything's been gun for BYU. 
Is that uh, tight formation with wing backs on either side? Play action on fourth and one. And Tanner goes for it all down the far side of the field and incomplete to Jonah Trineman. No flags on the play. And BYU turns the ball over on downs from its own 48 yard line on a fourth and one deep throw to Trineman. Huh. Yeah. Well. Network stations, uh, we're going to take a bonus two-minute break here. 24-7 the score, 11.40 to go. We'll break for a short time. We'll come back here on the – oh, hold on. We're going to stay right here. The uh, timeout was not taken. They're stepping back off the field, putting players back on the field. So we'll stay here with 11.40 to go. And uh, 24-7, the Boise State lead. BYU on a fourth and one through – for Trineman and didn't complete the pass deep down the middle of the field. It really should have been fourth and a half yard to begin with. Bad spot and then not a great play. Ripon shotgun, handoff Madison. Madison middle for three to the 45 of BYU. Yeah, here comes that same MO. Now they get the ball at midfield. Uh, BYU's defense has got to make a stand out here a little bit earlier than uh, once they get down into field goal range. Montel Cozart back in a quarterback for the Broncos. BYU football sponsored by Harper's Homemade Bread. Harper's Bread is all natural, no preservatives, and is just plain homemade good for you and your family. 11-11 to go here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 24-7, Broncos lead the Cougs on 24 straight points. Cozart at quarterback. He's got Madison with him. Madison on 104 rushing yards so far. BYU as a team has 66. They go Madison middle on second and six. And the pile pushes to seven. That's a first down, or unless they mark it just shy of the mark. Boise was signaling first down, but it may mark him just shy of the yard to gain. So third and very short coming up for Boise State. Cozart out and ripping back in. 10.30 to go. 24-7, Broncos lead the Cougs. Alexander Madison, 5'11", 214, the sophomore. Has had a century night tonight. They motion Cedric Wilson. They hand off to Alexander Madison. And on third down and one, a gain of two. And the Broncos move the chains. Another third down conversion for Boise. Now 8 for 12 on the night. BYU 4 for 11, so... BYU leads none of the big three determining categories. Average starting field position, turnover margin, and third down conversion. Boise, Boise leads in two. They're even on one. And Boise leads the game 24-7 as the fans begin to filter out here in Provo. And Boise's starting to use the clock. It's uh, you know just under 10 minutes. They're running it down pretty far each clock and uh, running the football. Offset eye behind Rippin. Rippin's under center. Madison's met in the backfield Is that by Tonga? Kairos Tonga. You know it's a Kairos Tonga hit. Oh, man, alive. We'll call that our Martin's collision of the game. Kairos Tonga stopping Madison in his tracks. Martin's <laughs> collision repair for the right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Learn more at martinscollision.com. Kairos Tonga is a handful. Yeah, he's a player. He's a player. 9.20 to play. Kid back from his mission. And uh, a freshman, right? Am I right? Yep. Freshman. 6'4", 340. Former Utah commit, stopped his mission, and 
getting his first college action this year and making it count. Ripping the shotgun on second down 15. Shovel pass to the 40 to the 35-yard line. Alexander Madison on the reception. It'll be third down and eight. That's a gain of seven. Greg, earlier you mentioned that Uriah Leotawa is playing. Not a lot of guys from Compton on the BYU football team. Not a lot of guys in years past from Compton. But Uriah committed to Stanford and switched on uh, signing day to BYU. Exciting guy that uh, talked to Harvey Younger. Harvey's excited for Uriah's future at the end. Thank you, Nate. Cozart back in the game on this third down and nine, they say, from the 36 of BYU. Wolpen and Robert Mahone are splitbacks. They motion out Wolpen. They draw Cozart. And Cozart will fall ahead for five on third and nine. Fourth and four for Boise State. Leading at 24-7. 8.15 to go here in Provo. Uh, here's their decision. Now, uh, they pretty much, uh, you know, BYU's put together three possessions in this half. And each time they've made three first downs. But they aren't able to put a threat up there that they're going to score any points. So it looks like they're going to run the clock as far down as they can, take a timeout, and then make the decision as whether they'll go for it here on fourth or they're going to punt the ball. It'll be a 50-yard field goal attempt. Hogarth's long is 41. They'll let the play clock run down. Four, three, two, and timeout with 7.41 to play. Time so about halfway through the fourth quarter. And a timeout is taken. They're breaking on the field. So I think we'll take maybe one final break if we can. Network break, a bonus break for our affiliate stations. A bonus break now with 7.41 to go in Provo. 24-7, Boise over BYU here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with a quick scoreboard update in the baseball postseason. NLDS to Chavez Ravine, top of the seventh. Dodgers leading the Diamondbacks 7-4. Before we get you back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Fans looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online. Pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash click list for details. 7.41 to go here in Provo. Boise State 24 and BYU 7. Once upon a time, Cougars led this game 7-0. After scoring on their first possession of the game, that's it for the Cougars. Down 17 late at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU in Starkville next Saturday to take on Mississippi State. The first of two consecutive trips back east. They'll be at ECU the week after. Why wasn't I thinking? I should have flown to Starkville, driven there to East Carolina during that next week, seen the country. I would have been there a couple days early. Doug's doing that. See, well, why were you talking to me about that before the season? Mark, there's time for you to make that plan. Well, I don't know if they'll let me. Uh... You live a life of leisure. You can do this. No, I can do that. But uh, dropping a flight, they, ca- they charge you so much money. Fourth down and six. The decision is for the Boise State offense to stay on the field. And they put Rippon in shotgun. Goes deep down the near side and incomplete. So BYU takes the ball over on downs with 7.35 to go. That play run from the BYU 33-yard line. Corbin Kafusi put the pop on Brent Rippon, who's a little slow to get up. Yeah. That was a a nice pop. Well, uh, BYU held. They uh, gave the ball up at midfield and uh, kept them out of the end zone on that possession. 
So uh, and and also kept them out of that field goal range. BYU down three scores. With 7:35 to go. Offense back out on the field. Tanner Mangum has gone all the way tonight. Nice start. And uh, not a lot going for the BYU offense since. The offense has yet to get to 200 yards tonight. 198 with 7.35 to go. Mangum's got Trey Dye to his right. Trips to his far right. As Tanner steps up. Intermediate ball is incomplete. Intended for Neil Pau in a double coverage. Second and 10, BYU. Yeah, the, so that's man cover and the safety free. And so you're right, uh, when the ball, when uh, Pau gets to the middle of the field, that safety goes over to help with that play. So uh, he was just thinking the ball's going to come right to me. I'm going to make this interception. And then Pau steps in front. 7.29, clock stop. 24-7, Broncos lead the Cougs. Mangaman shotgun. Takes a chin-high snap. Has Bushman on the crosser. And Matt Bushman outside the 40 to the 43 and very near a first down. They'll move the chains. 10-yard gain for Matt Bushman. Nice call job. That, call that play call a UCCU smart decision. UCCU featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit UCCU.com. Pistol for Mangum on a three-step. Pocket holds hit in his leg. Hit low in the body as he releases the football. Incomplete to the far side of the field. Second down and 10 for BYU. The earlier play, uh, boy, that was a great read because uh, Boise State came with a linebacker blitz. BYU picked it up fairly well. But the tight end released across the middle of the field and had a, you know, he had two steps on his linebacker and a good throw, good read by Mangum to make that play. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. 7.07 to go. Second and 10 Cougs at their own 43. They're down 17. Two wide receivers right, single wide left. Blitzing are the Broncos. They hit Mangum again low as he throws complete. This time to Micah Simon for a gain of six to the 49-yard line. Mangum's taking some hits tonight. Yeah, now I felt like that was late. He had that ball away early, saw that the blitz coming untouched. He made a good read, hit an open receiver. I thought he had the ball away. Playing on a tender ankle. He's going to feel this one for a few days. It's been a rough night back there. As Mangum in pistol takes a one-step drop and throws complete for a first down on third down and four to Neil Pau. It'll move it down to the 42-41 of Boise State. Good coverage, good throw that time right in the midsection of Pau. He had to make the catch. BYU in no huddle at the 41 of Boise. Die joins Mangum in the backfield. Snap Tanner. Takes a drop of three steps. Has Bushman on the out to the 36. Gain of five. Second and five with 6-11 to play here in Provo. Yeah, this is an interesting thing that we're seeing from Boise State that they are bringing uh, extra pressure every down right now. And uh, it looks as though they're, you know, their intent is to uh, pressure Mangum into making a bad throw or to hit him. 36-yard line of Boise State. Mangum-led drive. Takes the chest-high snap. Plants, throws, intended for Pau'u. It's incomplete at the goal line. He had a hand on it, 
a half bobble as pressure from the Boise defender yeah, made sure Pau couldn't haul it in. He, yeah, he thought he had that ball. He thought uh, he was going to make that catch. Gets to him. The defender doesn't see the football, and he's right there in his face mask. That's Tyler Horton in the corner, but Pauhu had the best look at it and holds his hands on his helmet, saying, I should have had that. 5.42 to go, 24-7. Broncos lead the Cougs. Trey Dye, right hip of Mangum. On third down and five. BYU's five for 12 on third downs. Snap Tanner. Pocket breaks down. Mangum. Flush to his right, Moa chasing Tanner, who throws it away on third down and five. Fourth and five now from the Boise 36-yard line. Referee threw his hat down on the sideline, so the receiver left the field play. But uh, uh, that was not a blitz that time, so it was just people getting after it uh, on the Boise State side. So if the Cougs are to retain even the faintest hopes of a comeback... Uh, Play on fourth and five is imperative, and that's where they're at with 30 or 5:33 to play on the 36-yard line of Boise State. Mangum in the gun. Boise shows from the edges. Five standing at the line. They're going to bring five. Mangum hit from behind as he throws an interception to Leighton Vander Esch. Vander Esch down the far sideline, and is forced out of bounds at the 40-yard line of BYU. And now all three. Of the big three categories are in Boise's favor. Turnover margin has now gone to minus one for BYU. Field position minus, third down conversions minus, and the result on the scoreboard is a definite minus. At 24 to 7, the Broncos lead it, and that should about do it for all intents and purposes. BYU on its own side of the field, back on defense. Here's trailing at 24 to 7. Mark? There's something surprising. Uh, the safety, you saw him come, and he showed that he was going to come on the blitz. And uh, BYU should have noticed that he was coming on the blitz. It looked as though Tanner made an adjustment in the blocking as he called out some. Maybe it was just an audible. But still the safety came untouched and hit Tanner Mangum just as he was throwing the football. Rippin and shotgun with Madison to his left. Hand off Madison. Madison off tackle right. A half turn of the corner before he's dragged down by Fred Warner. Fans at Kengar Volkswagen of Orem, they're excited to announce their new dealership is opening its doors in November. Visit the new showroom on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we hear Kooks. Well, BYU, most likely for the first time since 1970, be on a five-game losing streak. Lavelle in all those years, uh, never had one. Never had one, yeah. Came close. Bronco had a couple. and, four, and I, Bronco had a couple of four-game losing streaks, I mean, and now this one's turned into four to five. Madison on four, second and nine runs for about four inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. Oh, boy. Somebody got unhappy with a late hit out there, and uh, so he hit back. And the referee's thrown the flag, so Boise State's going to get 15 yards. The long losing skid of the Gary Croton era was three games on three occasions. After the play was over, personal foul, unnecessary roughness, defense number 92. That 15-yard penalty will be added to the end of the run. Automatic first down. Lavelle had a losing skid of four games in his second season. 
So Lavelle's longest was four. Well, did they uh, Gary, end up? Lavelle's longest was four. Gary's longest was three. Broncos' longest was four on a couple of occasions. And the Kalani's was four until tonight if they don't have something miraculous happen. So that would go to five. And the and last five-game skid was back in 1970. BYU went from 1-0 and to 1-5 and through six games. And that's where BYU would be tonight after six. So 4.19 to go here in Provo. The clock rolling. 24-7 the score. Boise State on its way to 3-2. And, and BYU on its way to 1-5. Madison jitterbugging to the left on first and 10 from the 22 to the 20 for a gain of two under four to go and just winding down on BYU tonight. Fans don't miss your chance to see BYU football again live here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Next home game is Saturday, October 28th versus the San Jose State Spartans. Tickets available now at BYUtickets.com with no online fees. Don't miss any of the action of BYU football live here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Ryan Wolpin will be the Boise running back. Madison a little banged up on his way off the field. He was slow of a foot. 3.20 to play. Broncos 24, BYU 7. Griffin hands off to Wolpin. And oh, that's a Butch Pau fill, but it wasn't Butch, I know. Yeah, it was Tapasoa. Johnny Tapasoa. Tapasoa. Oh, man, that was a rock'em, sock'em. Who took the timeout? Boise, because Wolpen took the rock'em, sock'em. He's hurt. BYU, their second of the half. Media timeout. We'll stay right here with it, 3.07 to go. Here's an insignificant observation, Greg. Uh, BYU is not doing their platooning on the defense tonight, where they make um, you know multiple changes, four and five guys at a time. That hasn't been taking place. Now, they've been making a lot of changes on the defense, but they've all taken place on the sideline. They haven't done it uh, in the field of play. Zero nine, please. So BYU will head to Starkville, seeking to avoid a six-game losing skid. BYU's last six-game losing skid was part of a seven-game losing streak back in 1968, Mark. Yeah. What are your recollections of that? Uh, I recollect that uh, every one of those games, you thought we you thought we were going to win. There you go. Uh, I'm, and I'm pretty serious about it. But uh, uh, there, uh, the surprising thing to me in that year is that uh, I felt as though we had a really good football team. And so uh, even though we were getting beat every week, uh, it didn't ever get to the point where we thought we couldn't win. That season... BYU opened up with a win at Western Michigan, then lost seven in a row to fall to one and seven. They won, then they lost to finish the year at two and eight back in 1968. And that was BYU's last six-game streak that became a seven-game skid, and that's what BYU will seek to avoid next week in Starkville. Now, should BYU fall to one and six, should that happen, they'd be faced with the prospect of having to win out to get bowl eligible. And if you're 1-6 and six 
are you good enough to then win six <laughs> yeah. in a row becomes the question. We also look at the schedule and go, well, these are games. But then again, nothing has been as easy as was hoped it might be this year. And so all bets are off at that point. We shall see. For tonight, it's 24-7 Boise State with 3.09 to go. This one's not done yet, but it feels done for BYU. And if it is done, it's yeah. five losses in a row and one and five on the season with no wins over an FBS heading to Starkville, heading to SEC country and the home of the Cowbells. You know that uh, you were always pretty early in my mind of closing that refrigerator door, but uh, I think you're pretty safe to slam that thing shut right now. Long break here as they've uh, taken the injury and then media timeout, but we did not. We stayed here at 24-7. Broncos lead the Cougars. Things started very well for BYU and didn't stay that way. See how Tanner Mangum recovers and if he gets himself ready to go again next week. Alexander Madison and Brett Rippon on a third down and six are the backfield mates. Rippon under center, handoff Ooh. Madison. Madison needing six. Went between the tackles for five. It'll be fourth down and one with under three minutes to play here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Well, he had a big opening there that time. And if he makes his cut left instead of running straight into the pile, he's in the end zone. Well, all the things I thought to, that would need to happen for BYU to show progress and have a chance to win, none of them really have tonight. I really thought they were going to be good tonight. That's, the, that's my disappointment. As I felt as though... Uh, it was going to be righted. There was going to be a, a, a kind of a lift from last week's loss, and they were going to be very good tonight. Started that way. Fourth down and one. The Boise offense remains on the field and whistles. Timeout. Boise right before the snap. Yeah, they ran Prior it home. The snap. Timeout. Boise State. Their second of the half. This will be a 30-second timeout. 30 seconds. So for the first time in this new 12-year series, the home team will lose a game. And Boise will win it for a sixth time in eight meetings against BYU. So this regional rivalry is heavily in Boise's favor. The in-state rivalry with Utah is now heavily in Utah's favor. And BYU's looking to turn the tables on both of those. But it'll be in seasons to come because these two of this year will have gone to Utah and Boise respectively again. Yeah, I, uh, BYU and Boise, they're just uh, some odd games that uh, have occurred. There have been, uh, you know, pretty fun, entertaining games. They've been very close. They've come down to, uh, you know, uh, strategies that uh, did work and didn't work and defensive linemen intercepting passes for touchdowns and stuff like that. Following tonight, uh, BYU will have played 24 quarters this year. They will have scored in 10 of them and been shut out in 14. 2.22 to go. 24-7. Broncos lead it. Fourth and one Broncos. Between the hashes and under the center is Brett Rippon. And I don't think they go. I don't know. Fred Warner hung on to Madison. And Madison leaned. Did he get there? I don't think so. I think BYU gets the ball back on downs. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. That's the way I see it. It's kind of a horse collar. Grab him and pull him back. Boise's gone for it on the fourth down twice tonight and has gone 0 for 2 on fourth downs. BYU gets the ball back, but down 17 with 2.17 to go. So I the think... defense uh, held tight and held tough. And, and again, uh, tonight's game wasn't about necessarily defensive breakdowns. Uh, Boise's going to gain about 305 yards on the night. Not an overwhelming number by any stretch. They'll score a modest 24. 
BYU's offense just uh, unable to keep pace, as has been the case this season. Kind of from uh, the get-go. I wonder how well the defense does, you know, when they're supported by the offense as well. This defense is played pretty well, well at times. And would here's only something play interesting, Nate. Sorry, but Joe Critchlow's red shirt has been burned. Critchlow is in, meaning they may feel he's got to be somebody they go to moving ahead. If you think Mangum's going to take you the rest of the way, you don't play Joe Critchlow tonight. Boise State. Yeah. This Here is he is. So, the now they took a timeout, a so they can timeout. take him out. 30 seconds. <laughs> they might rethink it. Yeah, what are they doing? Uh, they they call two timeouts. BYU calls a timeout. Um, what's their strategy? What are they thinking about? Well, let's just back up to the Critchlow decision here for a second. If he's in the game, that must mean they don't know that Tanner Mangum can, the rest of this way, this season, take them. That's right. I mean, they must think we're playing him hurt, and if he doesn't look right, we can't keep playing him hurt, and they're making a decision right, because otherwise you just play Mangum to the end of the game. Absolutely. If you, th- if you think Tanner's going to be well enough to keep going, then you keep Richlow on the Richlow on the sidelines. You, you, you play Mangum to the end, and then you simply live to play another day with Mangum as your guy. Now you're playing Critchlow, so why? Even if Tanner was injured on their last possession and we don't know about it, you'd put Coy in uh, with 2.17 to go. So they clearly feel they're going to be playing Joe Critchlow they, this season. They absolutely think he's now the backup and uh, could become the guy. All right. Joe Critchlow takes his first snap as a BYU quarterback in the shotgun. Joe guns it to Trinneman underneath for a gain of seven. The clock will run to 210. Undoubtedly, it'll be the first thing, or among the first things, Kalani will be asked in the postgame press conference is this decision to go with Joe. And that's Joe Critchlow. 6'4", 200, a freshman from Franklin, Tennessee. As a high schooler, Threw for 68 touchdowns and more than 5,700 passing yards. Joe Critchlow and Trey Dyer in the backfield. 157 to go. BYU down 24 to 7. This would not be a decision you make trying to win this game. Critchlow high, but brought down by Micah Simon at the far sideline for a gain of a couple on second and five. It'll be third down and two for BYU with the new QB Critchlow in late here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So a late game. Element of intrigue as the red shirts taken off Joe Critchlow. 6'4, 200, 200 pounds, so he's a good sized kid. 6'4, uh, 200. Uh, we, we don't know if he's mobile, but he's mostly a pro style quarterback. Oh. Now they've got uh, seven seconds to get this play off. Down under four as they, they had an alignment shift. Two, one, and lay of game. Unless there was a timeout call. They got the timeout call. No, so lots of timeouts Prior being taken late expiring. in a game that's timeout. in BYU. hand. BYU. In the hand final of the half. This is a 30-second timeout. All right. 151 to go. Another timeout that we'll keep right here and not take a break. So you're either going to get Tanner Mangum ready to go after a long night of work at Mississippi State with Critchlow as the primary backup, or you're going to get Joe ready to play. Those will be the two options, I would think, uh, for next week. That's the only two things that make sense and why you would do this with Joe here tonight. So we'll see how Tanner responds and what they do with both those guys. But certainly if you were to go to practice next week, you'd see Tanner, if healthy, and Joe getting the main 
That's uh, right. Reps. And, and see, and that's the other thing that you have to consider is that uh, uh, Hodge is not going to be uh, considerate now either. And uh, yep. also, Coy Dedmer's not. And so all of a sudden, you're moving him into yep. second position. Guys you registered last year to get ready for this year are now the yeah, third that, and fourth option. That's the part that I find the most confusing is that you think, unless Hodge just isn't going to be able to get back. It's third and two at the BYU 21-yard line. Critchlow moves out to his left. The right-hander throws behind Bushman incomplete. With 1.44 to go, Bushman down around the 35-yard line. Plenty for the first down, but Critchlow's pass was off target, running to his left. The right-hander having to set to throw and throwing behind the tight end. A number 11 playing quarterback scrambling. It's been a while, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll see it again. So uh, they are going to go for it here on fourth down. Fourth and two. BYU one of three on fourth downs tonight. Fourth and two at the BYU 21, trailing it by 17. Waning moments here in Provo. Critchlow pressured and incomplete, deflected as the ball drops to the turf. He was intended for Trey Dye, couldn't haul it in. Boise takes over on downs, and that's going to do it. Well, now we'll see uh, what Boise State, if they want to rub it in a little bit, or if they're just going to down it and take the victory. Yeah, I wouldn't think. I, I think the Harson and uh, Sataki connection is such that they're going to go victory and think start taking some knees here. And that will be it. 138 to go, 24 to 7 will be your final score. Victory formation. Brett Rippin under center. Snap and a knee. That'll get us under a minute. And this one is done. BYU will lose a fifth straight game and will still be without an FBS victory here into mid-October. And it, it is. It's really surprising. Uh, the anticipate we've seen lots of talent we've seen uh, guys make terrific catches uh, the offensive line is experienced from last year we've seen them play well in that uh, games last year the we we've seen a lot of talent on this team and so it is really surprising that they are having the struggles they're having another knee by Rippon with 55 seconds to go they'll do it one more time and that'll be it. BYU will yet again not get to 200 yards passing. So Mark, BYU will now be 12 straight FBS yeah. games without getting to 200 yards passing. It's a pretty modest number, yeah. 200. Yeah, 200 isn't that, uh, yeah, that's not a barrier that uh, you would have a hard time getting over. And can, so you, can you throw for 50 yards in a quarter four times? That yeah. gets you to 200 and BYU's not done that in more than a year against FBS opposition. Alright, 20 seconds to go. A snap to Rippon, a knee, and we are done here in Provo. 24-7, Broncos beat the Cougars. Post-game recap next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network.